was preaching earlier today, a um, young man in front of us, uh, I was the last one, and he caused everybody thereafter him to move into this, what I call homiletical musicality. And I told him I was going to try and stay with hermeneutical preciseness. Because I knew I had to come here. <laughs> All right, so, so I've come this evening and I made a few notes in my journal, Pat. I made a few notes in my journal uh, that we can talk about here. And John, are you there? Yeah. Amen. Amen. John nineteen thirty. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, it is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the ghost. Amen. I am to talk to you about three words. It is finished. Amen. You may be seated. Amen. A few months ago, uh, my wife, um, who is a freelance artist and book illustrator, decided that her plate was not full enough. Uh, got all these things to do and she decided her plate was not full enough. So now she, she turns and she decides she wants another master's degree in art. Well, you can already draw why you need a degree in it. Well, she didn't pay me any attention. She went anyway. And it had her so strung out that there were times on Saturdays and Sunday nights after she's taught school all week, she retired and went back to teaching. And, and she's an online professor with University of Phoenix and all this stuff. And she's staying up now and got me staying up to four, five o'clock in the morning. I said, Lord, help us. So we're upstairs, and uh, it's about 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock in the morning on, on Sunday morning. And uh, my wife was in her office down the hall from mine, and she was down there painting a picture. And when she got through painting the picture, she looked at it and she came out into the hallway where I could see her. And she threw up her hands and said, ooh, I'm finished. So I got up. I said, well, let me go see what you've done. Let me inspect this picture you've painted and see what it looks like. And when I got to the picture and I looked at it and inspected it, I thought maybe there should have been some other colors in it. 
some other things in it. And when I started making those comments, you know, it's four o'clock in the morning. She's been doing this all day. And here I come with my inspection telling her what needs to be in the picture. Now, can you even imagine my wife got this sleepy look on her face in her nightgown looking at a man who can't draw a stick man telling her what ought to be in her picture. But she on, she declared, she said, it is finished. Now imagine for a moment, God's masterpiece. Since Genesis 3, when Adam sinned, God began to paint another masterpiece. And it ends on a hill called Golgotha. Look at the masterpiece of God. Jesus the Christ, his only begotten son, is enduring the cruelest form of execution known to man. His body is emaciated. His naked bleeding from head to toe, flesh is torn, Nails driven through his hands and feet. He is not rested in two, maybe two and a half days. It's high noon and the sun has refused to shine. So it's black dark and Jesus declared in the midst of it all, it is finished. What a masterpiece that God has painted. His masterpiece by the words of Jesus is done. It is finished. Three words in the English. One word in the Greek. Tetelestai or tetelestai, however you pronounce it. The cry of a soldier's victory. Now, although my wife declared that she was finished, Jesus makes a declaration that it is finished. Not he is finished. He makes a declaration that it is Finished. For, for he sits at the right hand of the Father. He's not finished. What he's done is finished. But he sits now on the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. No, he didn't declare that he was finished. Had that been so, then all of us here on earth would have already been finished. He declared, it is finished. Three words, as brief as they were, it is yet 
the fullest of his seven sayings that he utters from the cross. What is it? What, 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 what is it? Here, it is used as the subject of the verb that expresses a condition or action with reference to an agent. Somebody don't know nothing I just said. <laughs> but he says, it is finished. Now, if it were attempted to tell you just what it is, all of eternity will be needed to make manifest all that it contains. But what I can tell you is that it points to the completion of all things necessary and needed. What do you mean all things? All things have been done which the law of God required. All things had been established which prophecy had predicted. All things had been brought to pass which the types of foreshadowed had been shown. All things had been accomplished which the father had given him to do. All things had been taken care of. All things had been performed which were needed for our redemption. And nothing was left wanting. The costly ransom was given the greatest conflict had been endured, sin's wages had been paid, and divine justice has been satisfied. It is finished, he cried. It is made an end of it. It is paid. It is performed and it is accomplished. What was made an end of? Our sins. Our guilt. There is therefore now no. Because of what he's accomplished. There is no condemnation. What was paid? The price of our redemption. What was performed, the utmost requirements of God's law. What was accomplished, the work which the Father had given him to do. What was finished, the making of atonement. And now, as I go to my seat, look at where. It was finished. Look now at the condition in which it was finished. I, I, I would have thought that he would declare this at high noon with the sun shining in the background. 
in the as the victorious light shines on him. But see, that's me repainting his picture. You missed that, didn't you? I, I would have thought that he would have died as a victorious man with the sun shining bright, showing him off. But no, it's high noon and the sun refused to shine. And he has accomplished and finished it in the midst of darkness. This is what really gripped me. The fact that he doesn't really look like one who has accomplished or finished much of anything. He's bleeding from head to toe. He's naked and in the dark because the sun refused to shine. And in that dark, he declares it is finished. Now, I don't know about you, but I don't much care for the dark. You know, I've, I've gotten to an older age now. Everything hurts, so... Don't much care for the dog. You know, and my wife has noticed that, that, you know, there are times when she goes out of town back to Birmingham. We're from Birmingham and she goes home, leave me here. And she'll call me at 10 o'clock at night and I answer the phone and she doesn't even say hello. She just starts laughing. Because I've done so much dirt in the dark that when she's out of town, I have all the lights and TVs on in the house. Because I don't really like the dog. Done so much dirt in the dog. Why does he have to die in the dog? And not as this great victor of the day. See, it's because our greatest battles are fought in the dark. He has to die in the dark because darkness is at the core of human predicaments. He has to die in the dark because in Luke he says there are many who sit in darkness. And even in the shadow of death. He has to die in darkness because when a man's eye is evil, the body is also full of darkness. He has to finish in the dark because Jesus himself said in John 3.19, What men love darkness rather than light. He has to deliver redemption to the place where men reside. <laughs> he has to deliver redemption to where men reside. Because we love darkness. 
It is in the darkness where we try and hide from God. It's in the darkness where we try and lie to ourselves. See, back in the day, you know, there was a time when we'd get real drunk. Too drunk to stand up and too drunk to know who we are. And we call out to God of all people. I know he don't know nothing about that. But I've been everything a man could possibly be. But I'm still living. But God. And you get that drunk and your head's down in the toilet. And you know what you do? You make a promise to God that I'll never do this again. That is until I sober up. (laughs) That is until I sober up. We get in trouble with our spouse. And we say that uh, I'm not going to do that again until I can build my trust back up. We love living in the dark. He even does something here with the darkness that Nicodemus realized was impossible for men. In a conversation with Nicodemus, he says, Now Jesus, how can a man be born again? Can he enter into the re-enter into the womb of his mother? But Jesus says, no, you're not getting what I'm talking about. So when Jesus dies in the dark, what he does essentially is he re-enters the womb of darkness and comes back in Genesis as the light of the first day. He dies in the dark. And while he's in that dark, the scripture says that he pillows his head in the locks of his shoulders and he dies. But you know what? I'm so glad that he didn't stay dead. That's the part I'm glad about. That he has finished the work that redemption is there for us that sanctification is there for us he died but he didn't stay dead because early early on a Sunday morning and see I said all of that just to tell you that you're going to encounter some darkness during the week Don't worry about the madness of Monday. Don't worry about the troubles of Tuesday. Don't worry about the worries of Wednesday. Don't worry about the roars of thunder on Thursday. Don't worry about the frightfulness of Friday, nor the sadness of Saturday. Because on Sunday is when he got up. Doesn't matter about the darkness 
that I experience during the week. If I can just hold on to Sunday morning. Because when Sunday morning comes, it's a pure test that I've come to a place where Jesus has declared he has all power in his hand. And I'm glad he has all power. It's not black power. It ain't white power. It's not green power. But it's all power. It's in his hands. And I'm thankful because you wouldn't have got your redemption had they asked me to die for you. You wouldn't have gotten your redemption had somebody asked you to die for us. But Jesus, who was sinless, Jesus, who was matchless, was able to acquire our sanctification. Thank you. I'm through.